0: Hello and welcome to episode 6 of LFP, the Leaf Forest Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be chatting to Mr. Clark to find out what it's like to be a head teacher.
1: So now I'm joined by Mr. Clark
0: and we're going to be asking him some questions to try and find out what it's like to be a head teacher.
1: Hi everyone, Mr. Clark here. Great to be part of this podcast. Thank you to Mr. White and Miss McLaughlin for asking me along. i uh, been so impressed with the podcast so far, uh, so it's, it's quite excited to be part of this episode. Uh, so thanks for having me. Be kind. So, what do you enjoy most about being a head teacher? There's so many great things about being a head teacher. It's difficult to choose just one. I think my favourite, favourite part is when I get into the classrooms or when the children come to my office and share their wonderful achievements and the work they've produced and shows their progress. Uh, I love being able to give out certificates and stickers to children and just seeing those smiles on their faces. And also when children come to me to get a pen licence and I award them a pen. It's just wonderful to see those smiles on the children's faces and know that actually that's making a difference each day. So I think just uh, interacting with the children is the best part and just seeing how much progress they make over time. What did you have to do to become a head teacher? Hmm, what did I have to do to become a head teacher? Uh, well, I didn't just become a head teacher overnight. Uh, I started teaching back in this where I show my age now, back in 2001. Uh, where I started as an NQT, so a newly qualified teacher at a junior school in Sheldon called Lyndon Green Junior School. I worked at that school for 13 years as a class teacher, many of those years spent in the SAT year, year six. Um, after 13 years of working at Lyndon Green, it was time to move on and time to progress with my career. So I moved to Lee Forest Academy, uh, I think in 2015 now. I came originally as an assistant head teacher, uh, leading on teaching and learning. Uh, That I quickly progressed to after the first year as assistant head to become deputy head, Uh, then did deputy head for two years, uh, and then was lucky enough to progress to become the head teacher uh, and take over from Miss Thompson when she retired. As her role as head teacher, um, but it was great to take over at Lee Forest because we'd done so much hard work already. Uh, it was great to continue with that momentum and carry on the great work we'd started. And since then, we've just grown from strength to strength. Really, so uh, becoming a head teacher was a long road, but um, very much worth it. And I love my job now.
0: What is your greatest achievement as a head teacher?
1: Another really difficult question because there's been so many achievements in a short amount of time. Really, I think. The biggest achievement has to be our 2019 Key Stage 2 SATS results, where we were the top primary school within our 80 uh, chain of schools. Uh, And also, uh, we we were top 3% of primary schools in the country for progress in reading, writing and maths. And that was just to ensure that children have the fluency in reading, writing and maths necessary to prepare them for successful secondary education and beyond. So we're really proud of that. And I think that has to go down so far as our greatest achievement. But I do think there's greater things yet to come at Lee Forest as we're on that road, uh, fast road of constantly improving and wanting to do even better.
0: What do you miss most about being a class teacher?
1: The bit I miss most about being a class teacher is seeing that day-by-day day progress with the children and then see throughout the year how much progress they're making. I only get a snapshot of that as a head teacher. Uh, and I, I used to really enjoy teaching maths and art and science and those creative subjects. Uh, so I do miss the teaching part, but as a head teacher, I do try and get into class as much as I can, and if a teacher's on a course, I will try and cover the class. Uh, and I am looking forward to when I return, just as a head teacher at Lee Forest, because my time has been split this year as an executive head teacher across Four Dwellings and Lee Forest, and I've not been able to get into class as much as what I usually like to. So I'm really looking forward when I do return back to Lee Forest just for the full time. I will be able to go back in, do some work with Year 6, prepare them for the SATs, go into a reception and meet our new children. Um, So I do try and get into class as much as I can, and I take pride in knowing children's names around school too.
0: Have there been any difficulties with the children working from home?
1: Our virtual school has landed really well with our children and our families. Um, Most of all, I think the biggest thank you goes to Academy's Enterprise Trust, so AET, that's our trust, as the biggest problem would have been children not being able to access work because they didn't have devices at home or didn't have Wi-Fi. Uh, but part of a trust-wide scheme, what we did was ensure that any disadvantaged families or families that didn't have devices, we made sure we got those out to the homes quite early on. So we got lots of Chromebooks, iPads and MiFi devices out to families so they've been able to carry on their virtual learning Uh, and I think our virtual school on our website has just gone from strength to strength Uh, a big thank you to everyone who's contributed to that Mr Croxon for building it and some of our subject leads as well who have uh, really contributed to making sure it's a really good offer there we have day-to-day timetables we've got a weekly timetable we've got interactive classrooms where the children can click on different links and it takes them to support their learning uh, there's a wealth of resources on there and what's the best bit about it is the fact that it's it's our own it's it's very leaf forest and the children recognize their teachers they recognize the brand of the resources and they're doing the best with their online learning so the main difficulty would have been to answer your question uh lack of devices at home but because we've been able to provide devices uh, that's not been so much of an issue the hardest part i think for everyone is not being able to see everyone on a regular basis as well are you looking forward to welcoming
0: the children back into school
1: i say this every week in our celebration assembly and i really cannot wait uh, to welcome all of our children and our families back into school uh, obviously it needs to be safe before we can do that But I really, really do welcome the day where we can just get everyone back into school and run full steam ahead like we do at Lee Forest and just aim to reach our remarkable. So, yeah, I cannot wait for that day where the children are all back in school. Bring it on.
0: What is your long term plan for Lee Forest?
1: I think the long-term plan for Lee Forest is just continue the greatness that we're achieving right now. Um, obviously we'd love to get a, an outstanding grade from Ofsted but Ofsted grades don't mean everything but it would be good to have that badge above the door saying that we're outstanding because I truly believe that our provision and what we provide for children within our school is outstanding and that goes beyond what's in the classroom, it goes beyond the wider community. Um, so Our long-term plan is just sustain the high quality that we're able to provide to our families, to our children and just keep that up because I think we've got a fantastic offer at this school and I think we just keep building on that and building on that as things change. And if you could do any other job, what would it be? So if I could do any other job, my dream job, when I was a child I always, as an early age, I wanted to be a fireman uh, and that carried on until that ambition carried on until i was about 12 and then i decided i wanted to be a teacher um so it sounds a bit uh, cheesy but i do feel that i'm already doing my dream job because actually uh, teaching and being the head teacher of a school like lee forest i couldn't ask for a better job so I, I truly believe that i i'm actually carrying out my dream job now
0: thank you so much for chatting with us today
1: well, thanks for inviting me along to the podcast. Uh, I look forward to listening to it and many more episodes too. You're doing a great job. Uh, and hello to everyone out there and thanks for listening. Take care.
0: If you've got any questions that you would like to ask Mr. Clark, send them in via ClassDojo, Google Classroom or in the comments section. And now it's time for Votes for Schools. Votes for school. Votes for Schools. Votes for Schools the last episode Mrs Wood talked about Mental Health Awareness Week and gave you some top tips to improve your mental well-being. Due to the coronavirus, the Mental Health Foundation recently changed the theme from sleep to kindness. However, we have decided to stick to sleep as it is extremely important for your well-being, especially under the current circumstances. So the question for debate is, do you get enough sleep or does the hectic nature of modern life often lead to your precious rest being sacrificed? The lessons provided by your teachers will ask you to consider your sleeping habits while learning about the effects of sleep deprivation and its links to mental health. The lessons also provide guidance for any pupils, parents or staff who are worried about their mental health. So the question is, do you get enough sleep or not?
1: Hi everyone, it's Mrs Newbold here. I'm getting ready to go outside and clap for the NHS and key workers. Like lots of you, I've been joining my neighbours at eight o'clock every Thursday, clapping and banging saucepans. I have friends who are nurses and carers, shop workers and key workers, and they're they're all doing an amazing job. And of course, a lot of my friends are teachers and teaching assistants and school staff who I know are working above and beyond for the children in their schools. It was thanks to Teacher Day this week, and lots of you sent special messages to your teachers and wrote kind words on our wall of thanks. We love hearing from you all, and we'd like to thank you and your parents and carers for all of your hard work, resilience and determination. Together, we make a fantastic team. If you haven't already, why not say
0: thank you to a teacher that's made a difference to you? It takes two minutes to do, but has a lasting impact on those exceptional teachers who receive them. Do you have a favourite teacher? And Do you miss seeing them every day? If you want to send them a message, you can send them a message on social media using Twitter at UK Thank a Teacher, on Facebook, Thank a Teacher UK, or on Instagram at Thank a Teacher UK. You can send them a message on Class Dojo, or you could use the thank you wall on the Leaf website. I would like to say a big thank you to all of the children and their parents working so hard at home, and I'm looking forward to seeing some of you on the 1st of June. Stay safe, everyone. See you soon. Now, the part of the show where we bring you the article of the week. Article of the Week. This week's article is Article 15, Freedom of Association. This lesson explores the fact that every child has the right to meet with other children and to join groups and organisations as long as this does not stop other people enjoying their rights. In the slides provided by your teachers, Stuart from UNICEF explains this article further. More information and resources on this topic can be found on the UNICEF website www.unicef.org.uk or by searching for UNICEF Article of the Week on your web browser. We're now joined by Mrs Newbold's son, Josh for this week's
1: Skills School.
0: Skills Skills. Skill.
1: Hi everyone, I hope you did well in the, uh, in the challenges that I set last week and I've got a new challenge for you this week, it's called the Cruyff Turn. Jan Cruyff was one of the most influential footballers to play the game and this is his most famous trick that he ever did. This trick is used by attackers to get past defenders and works by changing direction. So the first thing you need to do is scoop the ball through your legs. What you have to do is you have to turn your foot 180 degrees and push the ball through your legs. If you've scooped the ball through your legs, you can either dribble, pass or shoot. Practicing him because this trick works best with speed. I'll see you next week with a new trick. Thanks, Josh.
0: Remember, you can check out the videos for Skill School on Leaf Forest TV. We are now joined by Mrs. Mosley, who will bring us another MFL Masterclass. MFL, MFL Masterclass.
2: MFL, 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 MFL. MFL. Hola, niños, y bienvenido a Español con Señora Mosley. Este semana vamos a aprender la palabra pero. Hi everyone and welcome to Spanish with Mrs Morsley. This week we're going to be focusing on using the word pero, which I'm sure some of you can remember already from when we've done Spanish in school. Pero does mean dog if it's spelled P-E-R-R-O, but we're looking at the word pero spelled P-E-R-O, which is a conjunction that means but so if we think back to some of the things that we've already learned in school we learned the names of some animals and we learned the names of some colors and since we've been doing the podcast we've also learned the names of some different types of fruit and some different subjects that we study at school so this week we're going to try linking some of the things that we've already learned using the conjunction pero which means but to talk about our likes and our preferences so if we think back to last week's question we asked what is your favorite subject? Quales to assignatora favorita? We can use that question and we can change the assignatora, the lesson part for fruta, what is your favorite fruit? Quales to fruta favorita? Or we could ask what is your favorite animal? Quales to animal favorita? Or we could ask what is your favourite colour? Quales to color favorita? So, when we're using the conjunction pero, but, we want to say something that we like, but we prefer something else. So, for instance, if someone says, ¿Cuál es tu assignatura favorita? You can use, me gusta, I like, me gusta el inglés, I like English, pero, but... Now, we need to know how to say, I prefer. So, to say, I prefer, it sounds very similar to English. We're going to say prefiero. So have a go. Prefiero. Prefiero. So if someone were to ask you, qual es tu assignatura favorita? What is your favorite subject? You could say, Me gusta el inglés. I like English. Pero, but, prefiero las matemáticas. But I prefer maths. So if I said to you, ¿Cuál es tu animal favorita? What do you think I would be asking you? Most of you hopefully will remember the word animal, very similar to the English animal. So you would know that I'm asking you, what is your favourite animal? And you would be able to answer, because we've already learnt the vocabulary for a dog, un perro, cat, un gato, mouse, un ratón, snake, una serpiente, pig, un cerdo, and rabbit un conejo. So, have a go. I'm going to ask you, ¿cuál es tu animal favorita? Have a go. Saying back, I like cats, but I prefer dogs. Now, remember when we use me gusta, we use me gusta, I like for singular nouns. So, if you want to say, I like a cat or I like the cat, we'd say, me gusta un gato or me gusta el gato. If you want to say, I like cats, we'd have to say, me gustan, me gustan los gatos. So, think about that when you're practicing your sentence. If you want to say, I like cats, but I prefer dogs, how would you say that? Think about the grammar. So, if you said, me gustan los gatos, pero prefiero los perros, that would be correct. Try a different one, see if you can say, I like snakes, but I prefer rabbits. So what you should be saying is, me gustan las serpientes, pero prefiero los conejos. So using the question, cual es, and then either animal, color, fruta, or assignatura favorita, see if you can ask someone about their preferences and respond by using I like, and then whatever the noun is that you like, but I prefer, pero prefiero, and whichever it is you prefer. Keep practising, you're doing an amazing job. So that concludes our Spanish for this week. Keep trying hard, keep aiming high, and I will speak to you all next week. Hasta luego.
0: Now is the part of the show where we find our fun fact of the day. Again, we want you to get involved at home by sending us your fun facts. We'll then choose the best one and use it on the next episode. Fact of the day, day, day. This week's amazing fact is another did you know that might pop up in a quiz. And it is Did you know that North Korea and Cuba are the only places in the world where you can't buy Coca Cola? Remember, we want you to get involved at home too. So send in your amazing facts through Google Classroom, Class Dojo, or even the comments section to. Now it's time for the last segment of the show, the Social Media Minute. Social Social Media Media Minute. Social Media Minute. Minute. Right, now we're going to have a look at some of the great things that have been happening online. So we're talking about things like Twitter and Facebook. And Miss McLaughlin's going to give you the rundown of those. Following recent government guidelines, you may have noticed that some year groups will be going back to school on the 1st of June. So at Lee Forest, we're doing our best to try and make school as safe as possible for the return of those year groups. You might have noticed some changes on the Lee Forest website and some recent updates on Twitter and Facebook about the upcoming return to school. We will continue to keep these social media platforms up to date with any new information to keep everyone informed along the way. That's it for this week's episode. We hope that you really enjoyed it and continue to pass on the pod to your friends and family to get as many people listening as possible. Remember that the podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Make sure that you join us for the next one, where we'll be chatting to the CEO of Academies Enterprise Trust, Mr. Julian Drinkle.